You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on, man? We moved. We did. We should inform the people of what is in the midst of happening. Uh, Do I even know what's happening? No. We don't have a single (laughs) clue what's happening. But basically, we moved. Uh, We're literally 40 feet away from where we were before. Correct. We're just outside. And we renovated, we're like 85% done with the renovation of the space that is inside your garage, but not parkable. It's like a, it was a half finished room right. next to your garage within the same garage, if that makes sense. So we sealed it with rubber sealant to make sure that no le enters, painted the walls, hung some stuff. Brought everything out here, and now we're outside, away from the world, where we can just leave things, and uh, obviously under lock and key, but it's basically our studio. Yeah. And we don't have to pay rent. Exactly. And this is going to be the spot for the foreseeable future until we get to the point where we can afford a studio. But right now, we're in this part of the garage that was never used before. The guy who owned it before me, he had a workbench here. So this is where he did all of his man stuff, I guess. Uh, and we moved the workbench out. We cleaned everything up. We repainted the walls. We sealed all the holes, including the one that I put in the wall from a golf ball because I had a golf simulator in here at one point, and I suck at golf. So we did all that, and now we're here, and we can keep things here. The biggest thing about where we were recording before, which was my basement, is we had – to keep breaking it down and putting it back up whenever we recorded because that was a functional space. That's where I would have people over to watch football games and do all that stuff. So it was at the point where we had to keep breaking it down and we're like, we have to find another spot to record in for right now. That is more of a permanent setup because not only is it difficult to keep breaking stuff down, putting it back up and putting it in the same exact spot as before. But now with this dedicated space, we can mark the floor of where the tripod is and where the lights are to get a more consistent recording space for us to record from here until we get a studio because we're not making money right now. We still do all this for free. And this is something that is important for our viewers to get a consistent spot. And it's also important for you and I to feel like we belong in a space rather than just setting up in my basement. One thing we do have to do, though, is get some sort of lighting over here. That way it takes off some of the um, shadows that we have. Because if you look at uh, yours, 
or mine too, both of ours. I got this nice little shadow right here. So it's basically like two talking heads. It's our Peter Pan friend. Yeah, I know. So, which Disney lovers would enjoy the shadow. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. So yeah. uh, what we need to do is we can like throw one of these overhead lights. No, 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 no. Nailed it. No, no. What do you no. want to do? I have halo recess drop-in lights in Jesus my basement Christ. already. Christ, so where do you think we're getting the electricity in. from? What do you th- dude? It's a si- we just run power. Okay, man stuff. Yeah, it's easy. We'll just drop them right in. Right up here? Yeah. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, then we, oh, yeah, that'll work. Then we'll just use white LED lights. You'd barely even pull amps. Perfect. And then there would eliminate the shadow. Oh, the shadow, trust me. <laughs> that'll be perfect. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we are here now. We're going to keep putting up new decorations. So right now, we obviously still have the flag. We obviously still have the poster or the uh, whiteboard here, chalkboard. Nailed it. Uh, we still need some sort of things going on over here and we have some ideas in the works for what we're going to put there which include finally doing something with the finished bottles but uh yeah so i hope everybody enjoys kind of what we have going on here it's different than before but different doesn't always mean worse and we took a before pick so that when everything is done done i'm going to take the after pick dun 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 yep Take the after pick and then post it, and then everyone can enjoy the transformation of thy space. So, including the transformation of you and I. Did you want more water because you guzzled that like a fish? No, I'm good. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna switch to whiskey. Perfect. It's it's that time. Okay. Today's been a day, so we'll touch on what we're drinking, uh, which is Taconic Distilling's straight bourbon whiskey, and there's a lot to discuss, which I'm super stoked about. So, Taconic Distillery was a distillery that I found through another podcast, which we've discussed before on older episodes. Uh, There's a guy named Pat McNamara, who's 22 22 years, if not more, um, of special operations experience in the Army, currently retired. He was a sergeant major when he got out, E9. Uh, Highest enlisting rank that you can receive in the Army. Wow. And he's the poster child of an alpha and he is the standard when it comes to what it means to be a sentinel so the guy is everything you would want to be as a man plus 40 so he's awesome and taconic sponsors his podcast so the bottle that we have that was provided by taconic which thank god like thank you so much it's amazing is it even available around here at all i believe it is um because they're also in the hudson valley Oh, okay. So I, I believe it is. Um, I haven't looked for it, but I also haven't had like four seconds to breathe. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So how did you find out about Pat? So Pat McNamara is kind of one of the guys that everyone in the infantry knows because he's like the standard. Gotcha. So heard about him when I was in, started listening to a lot of like his videos because uh, once he got out of the army, he basically started his own company. And then in that, he would do range days around the U.S. teaching people what he knows because he's like, I'm trained to a point where no one's going to get this kind of training because, A, I've been in for so long. B, the type of missions that I did for the amount of time that I did them, nobody else is really going to come close. And it's not like I'm cocky about it. It's just – it's fact. Like there's no way to get around it. Like what he does is just ridiculous. So he started doing different – instructions um on different ranges all over the country and then the army brings him back sometimes to do training as like a contractor per se right where they're like hey can you just come back and train some of the guys train the troops help them out 
So um, I started to really dive into his work my last three years of my Army career just because a lot of what he was saying made sense at the leadership level that I was at. And I was able to implement what he was doing with my guys as well to help better train them. So he's actually featured on the back of that bottle, on the back of the label. You can see him. Um, but the dude is just an absolute unit. So give him praise. He's also a fellow metalhead, and his motto is great. He <clears throat> treats every Monday like – or he treats every morning like Monday morning, and he treats every night like Saturday night. So him and his wife, Rebecca, go out. He drinks bourbon or beer, hangs out, has some good food, and then – goes back to his property in North Carolina. And then, like I discussed, he has a full compound. He has gardens of herbs, nice. fruits, veggies, all that stuff. He works out in his driveway. He has all, all of his own equipment um, doing functional strength training and things like that. So with that, I reached out to Deconic because uh, Pat mentioned them on his podcast, the University of Badassery, if anybody's interested. And <clears throat> hashtag not a sponsor to any of this. And when I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I'm running a whiskey podcast in Buffalo with my buddy. Huge fan of your guys' um, work, and then love the fact that you guys sponsored uh, Pat Mack. So then he went back and said, <clears throat> you know, I'm actually friends with him. I was like, well, I'm sorry. What? And that's basically like, I, like, I don't know, someone is friends with the Kardashians or just something crazy. Right. Like, for me, it's to like, you, yeah. that's yeah, that's the pinnacle. So... We started, you know, conversing back and forth. He sent him pics of different range days that they had together. I was like, wow, that's sick. So I did some research on them for this episode, which I'll touch in on in a minute. But then they ended up sending us a lot of different stuff, um, which is great. So they sent us this bottle. They sent us the maple syrup as well. Also this hat. Mm-hmm. So thank you again for everything. Greatly appreciated. Super stoked to try this bourbon. Yeah. Haven't had it yet. Um, and they win sipping awards at different uh, competitions, which I found very interesting. Hmm. So it is 90 proof. Uh, they won best bourbon by Maxim magazine, which is kick-ass. They also won best bourbon by Hudson Valley magazine. The, the, uh, official bourbon of the culinary Institute of America beefsteak. And then in 2019, they won the sip award. They won gold. They also won silver in the same year. And then at the San Fran world spirit competition, they won gold and silver. So, I mean, they've been they've been around, mm-hmm. and they basically went right to the top out of the Hudson Valley, and then everyone put was put on notice again for the Valley, and that's that's what it's coined as the Valley, because the Valley's known for having good bourbon. And then when Takana came out, they're like, okay, like what do you know? The Valley has another good bourbon. Mm-hmm. So, with these guys, uh, they were established in 2013. Uh, they're a purveyor of fine craft spirits located in the Hudson Valley of New York. They handcraft their award-winning bourbon and rye whiskeys in small batches using the finest the finest ingredients that include state-grown grains and natural spring water from their farm. Inspired by hunting and fishing, Taconic embraces that passion for the outdoors and imprints it on all their labels, which I found pretty interesting, which makes sense with the hunting dog. Right. Um, the spirits are made to sip, surrounded by good company. Taconic is also proud members of the American Distilling Institute, the American Craft Spirits Association, and the New York Distillers Guild. Interesting facts here. They do not chill filter to preserve flavor. Ooh. So their whiskey is distilled below 160 proof to retain the flavor from the grains because they don't chill filter. In that, those flavors are transferred through the distilling process as fatty molecules or fatty oils. I'm sorry, flavor 
Uh, no, I was right. Okay, so fatty molecules or fatty oils. So other distilleries will chill filter at that point for clarity, which removes some of the fatty oils. So because they don't chill filter to get rid of the clarity, you'll have a smokiness to some of their bottles. Oh, okay. That doesn't mean that it's disdained or ruined. It just means that that's because of their process, and it's still it's still going to taste good. So, uh, yeah, so like I said, it doesn't mean it's flawed. It just proves that they keep as much flavor as possible inside each bottle. Um, we're super excited to try this. Like I said, they make good products for the Valley, and uh, we're excited to bring this to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll wait for the first beep, which... What do you know? I forgot. Perfect. Because here's what <clears throat> happened. We are in a different space, and the Wi-Fi is not out here, so we don't have a beep anymore. So now, Which is very depressing. Extremely. So now in 14 minutes and 56 seconds exactly, we're going to get our first beep. In 14 minutes? Well, yeah, that's when I started the timer. I'm we're back already to like, 15 minutes in, man. Well, I think this calls for maybe we're like maybe 10 minutes in. Oh, um, man. But, yeah, so that's sweet. Uh, but kind of going just back to that, I mean, with us moving, we don't have the Wi-Fi beep, and we don't have Clio parking. So. Times are changing. And what else do we have? New chairs. New chairs. So no more squeaky squeaks. Yeah, no more squeaky chairs, boys yeah. and gals. But we're excited. These have lumbar support. Dude, these are comfortable. So yeah. do you want to just take a first sip of this now? Because I don't want to wait another 15 minutes. Fine. We, yeah, let's take a first sip now. Cheers, man. Cheers, dude. To growing. Cheers to growth. Growth. I think New York bourbon is very different than Kentucky bourbon. And it, that's probably like, duh, it's like it's distilled hundreds of miles away. But New York bourbon has such a light yet prominent flavor to it, whereas Kentucky bourbon, I feel, just like sits. Like this is so smooth. Yeah, the... And it's like... New York is more oily. Yeah, okay. I feel like it's a little more oily. However... The burn on this is so mild, mm-hmm. and it's 90 proof. It's such a mild burn for 90 proof. Everything sits up top. It mm-hmm. makes you salivate. It makes you want more. Goes down smooth going down, and you'll, if you haven't ate anything in a while, and then you sip this, you'll feel it in your chest, mm-hmm. but it's like that, uh, it's kind of bringing you back feel, you know, where... It's like, I, I need I need some medicine because I'm sick. And then you take like DayQuil or whatever. And then you feel it slide down your gullet. Mm-hmm. And you're starting to feel a little bit more rejuvenated. Like, wow, I just took something that should help. This is like, my day sucks. I want to sip this. And you feel it slide down your gullet. And you're like, wow, this is actually helping. Yeah. This is kick-ass bourbon. Yeah, it's very good. And it just, it goes back to it just being part of this New York style of bourbon where it it touches your tongue and just like dissipates, but the oil stays. Yes. It's a very weird, very weird flavor that you get from New York bourbons where they just like hit and then go away, but the like the oil stays. And it's got the... Do you know what I'm talking about or am I not making uh, no, sense? No, no. Okay. You, you are. And it's got the, um, the typical color tone to it where it's like a lighter copper mm-hmm. where it's not really super dark. 
This is fantastic. It is. It's really good. This tastes like a small local whiskey, well, which is only, what I like about it. Yes, they only make small batches at a time. Which, yeah, I mean, this says single barrel on it. Are they only single barrel? I don't know if they're only single barrel, but they make small batches at a time. Maybe this uh, Pat Mac that, edition. This is, this is, yeah, this is, this is like a, uh, a special release. Yeah, yeah, it's a single barrel one-off, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Then I wonder how this compares to their other products. Actually, I should have that. The because if this is a single barrel, this is going to obviously be different than their full-on releases. Yes. But um, th- this is very you you can tell that this is not mixed or blended. It's just got that raw, straight from the barrel feel to it. Yeah, and it's diluted because obviously it's not 160 proof, but it's not diluted to the point where you're losing aspects that you want to keep. This is very unique. This is delicious. Do you have the mash bill in this? I don't. The... I'm going to try to look up the mash bill, see if I can find some information on it. We talked to so many people on our Instagram that it's, like, impossible to find. Right. Yeah. uh, I would probably guess that this is a very higher rye mash bill. It's just got that, like, rye taste to it. Peppery. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, So, for our listeners, they are... A New York distributor, and then they're the number one New York State bourbon and rye. Okay. And also, yes, this was a... Let's see. Yeah, it's a Pet Mac bottle. So I believe it is. I just want to try to find the... uh... The mash bill? The mash bill on it. But I don't know if I'll be able to find it. I don't believe so. Well, I, don't, I don't feel like it's a high corn. No. No. I mean, it's a bourbon, so it has to be at least 51% corn. Yeah, but I don't feel like it's really much. I wouldn't go like No, it's 70s. probably 60, yeah. Yeah. 60% corn and then probably like, I, I feel like it's 25 or 30% rye. And I wonder what the char is. No idea. Yeah, this is interesting. Maybe he can provide some input on it uh, when we release it because I, I'd be very, very interested to see what the mash blows on this. This tastes like a rye. This goes down like a rye. Would you love rye? I love rye. That's why I like this. Uh, but yeah, so this is really sweet. I'm very happy that we got this. Thank you again, Taconic. This is delicious, and I want more. <laughs> we got to find it. Yeah. So what else, Mike? What else is going on with you? How's everything else going? Swell. I feel like I can just relax in these chairs. I know, dude. There's so much lumbar we support. Gotta, we got to get those arms back, I think. Or buy new arms for us to just like come back and then just like relax. Well, if there's... There's got to be a way to hang it into the wall. Mount the arm into the wall. And then still have wall decor. We could. We can look into that. I know that, like, for those Shure SM7B microphones that you want to get eventually, they a lot of, like, Rogan has them where they, they attach to the table, and Nate Bargatze has it for his podcast. They attach to the table, and they're very, like, they're solid plastic, but they're, like, they won't move. 
they're very high quality boom arms. And I think that we should get them for this setup because I mean, one, the chairs are pretty high because of our table being high because of it being on barrels. So having it this low is kind of difficult because we have to like look down to talk to it. Whereas if we have like an arm, we can pull it out to here and just talk to each other like this, you know? Yeah. Or even like, like this. Rotate it 90. Yeah. I watched a video that said for these, for these specific microphones, there is no real like difference. If you point it like this way, point it sideways, point it upside down. There's no difference in the sound quality. It's all myths. You just can't talk like over here because then you can't hear it. But as long as you're talking into the front of it, it doesn't matter what direction it's being pointed at. Because I've seen people like hang it from the ceiling and saying like, oh yeah, if it's pointed down, it's better. It's like, no, it's not true. I verified it with my Google research. Look at that. Wikipedia. All the research. Nailed it. That's exciting. Uh, so what else did you do this week? We kind of started talking about that, but then we got carried away. No, you're fine. The What did I do this week other than catch up? is get buried at work so fun but yeah so the state's moving into inspection time so they're going around verifying that everybody met the state guidelines and because we work with everybody so closely that we work with then they want us to be on site to make sure that if there's any technical questions that are raised uh, they have the answer immediately while the person's there because they don't want to reschedule like a second visit so they just want to get certified to be open or whatever and then move on so a lot of stuff is being discussed with this you know the county and then our customers because everybody's trying to be on the uppity up <clears throat> excuse me but it's uh it's exhausting from our standpoint because we have to memorize and just know verbatim off the top of our head each individual aspect that either could come up does come up and then you know each county is different so it's it's just a whirlwind and then naturally i'm the only one for erie county so i have to i have to know what's going on yeah i have to have all the info so and it's got to be like that so i basically just have to memorize it which you know is what it is you just got to know it so luckily the questions that they ask are easy for me but it hasn't really gotten too technical or too into the weeds it's just very face value uh pieces of data Mm -hmm. and then once we have that then we're good to go so yeah the the workload is still high so you've been drinking a lot of bourbon lately i'm starting to switch to wine because we have to drink some of that interesting and i'm kind of out of bourbon because you don't drink it so that one's this one's coming back home with you oh man uh and plus I have that wine still from last week. That's yeah. yours. So I got to give it to you oh, before you leave. No problem. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And we also have to give you some shirts because you sold some sweatshirts since the last time you were here. True. So if anybody wants sweatshirts, let us know. Speaking of which, we have our interview this Thursday. We sure do. Tell them about it. So we're going to sit down with Buffalo Niagara Waterkeepers to discuss all things water, uh, federally and locally. So they focus primarily on the water cleaning of western new york and i devised uh, about five questions so i'm very excited for that i actually have to respond to their email Mm -hmm. um, which i will after this so 
just a, a lot of good content that's going to come out of that. I'm very excited just because the states got their shapes based off of water, which I think is a really cool fact. So I kind of wanted to, uh, to discuss that and then also discuss the the magnitude of water that is cleaned daily that people don't realize. So the water authority, there's multiple locations for all different areas, um, but having the water authority work tirelessly the way they do is I think a very thankless job. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to speak on that as well. So I'm, I'm pumped to have that interview release because there's, there's going to be a lot of fun facts that most people never even thought to, think about yeah because it's not something that you research Correct. being like a inquisitive person it's not like you're going out and researching you know what i really want to learn today is how we clean water unless you've watched tirelessly like you and i did that uh zach efron show we i mean i wouldn't have thought to research water no not at all or become a water sommelier yeah a sommelier of water that's dope i yeah. wish i could that's a great i mean you can do anything you want derek true don't let anyone stop you but like how it's so weird, and so I'm doing some editing right now for an extra, like an extracurricular project, if you will. And one of the episodes that we're editing, I specifically stated in one of the whiskey reviews that it you can taste the cleanness of this water and the pure, like how pure this water is, which it's so interesting when we go to talk to these people about the Erie County water and the Buffalo water. What does Buffalo water have in it that makes it taste a certain way? Because we have a vastly different tasting water than a majority of the rest of the states. It's like, what is it? Right. Yeah. Why is water soft in Florida? Why is it soft in the Carolinas or when you go to a hotel? Like, it's just raw here. Yeah. And it's no doubt the minerals, but like what? Yeah. So I want to get deep into the weeds on what actually makes this place tick. So... There's a lot of history behind it. It goes all the way back into the 70s with the, the Safe Water Clean Act. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So if you guys do want to, one, tune into that because that's going to be an interesting interview. But also purchase a sweatshirt from us. Uh, a portion of those proceeds are going directly to this organization because that's something that we believe in. So if you do want to um, purchase a sweatshirt, just know it's going right to this organization. So uh, when I was getting ready to move everything out here i did cleaning of my basement and i found a rubber band on the floor and i don't know why like this came from like this came up but i put it on my wrist because where else are you gonna put a rubber band that you find and it was on there for three days and i completely forgot about it like i showered with it i did every i don't know why do you remember were you ever that kid in high school or middle school where you like put stuff around your like rubber bands around your wrist i feel like that was such a pivotal part of my schooling career. Nope. Couldn't tell you I did that. <laughs> no? No. Dude, I always put rubber bands around my wrist. Why? I don't know. But I felt like that was something that you had to do in my school. To do what? Tie corn together? Probably. Taking tractors to school. No, it's I. I legitimately think that we had to do it. Like, it was an unwritten rule that you had to put a rubber band around your wrist. When you were younger, like in middle school, did you ever, if you were seeing a girl, like really cute, like, oh my God, I'm seeing her, I'm in fifth grade, did you put her hair scrunchie around your wrist? No. No? What, where did you, <laughs> what is this? You kind didn't of, do that? 
No, you held hands like a normal couple. I feel like where you claimed each other. You don't wear scrunchies. That's no, dude. Like that was a status symbol. I don't even do that with my wife. Well, obviously we're mature mature now, but there's back in the day that was something that you did. We we uh our beep went off. It didn't go off. That's what it just said. Well, it's not beeping. People don't know. The listeners don't know. know. Beep. There we go. Okay, cool. Seriously. Nailed it. Um, Also. We need to get like a kitchen timer. If anybody can link it below at Amazon, like find something on Amazon that they either have or know somebody that has it. Hold on. Uh, Some sort of kitchen timer. I want audience interaction. Our our mega fan sent us a ringtone that he made. He made? There's the beep. From... Did he make it from yeah, the so Wi-Fi video? For, for the reference, he used the first beat from episode 44 at 0.34 seconds in. I can't stand him. <laughs> so uh, there, there's our beep. Yeah, perfect. All right. Also, we have breaking news. Uh, beep, 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 beep. As of nine minutes ago, at the age of 65, Eddie Van Halen died. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. So we should probably discuss that. Wow. Uh, it's 65. That sucks, dude. From what? Do you know? Let's see. Cancer. Damn. His son, Wolfgang, shared the news on Twitter. That's depressing, dude. I found... That's er, a kick-ass name for your son. Wolfgang? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you... Like, are you abbreviated Wolf or are you abbreviated Gang? It's got to go wolf. You got it. You got to abbreviate your gang, name gang. as wolf. Yeah, no. Yeah, gang, gang. gang Hashtag gang. no free shout outs, Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. Uh, but yeah, so if you're called wolf, that's kind of badass. But would you really want to be called wolf? Yes. Are you kidding? What? Like, is your, okay, but as a nickname, but is your real name? Dude, imagine walking up to your girlfriend's house and you meet her father for the first time and he's like, hello, what's your name? And you're like, how you doing, sir? Nice to meet you. My name's Wolf. And then you squeeze his hand like the mini alpha you are. Sure. And then he just stares at you and he goes, have her home by midnight. You know, like what What else do you say to that? Right. But if your name's Wolf, you're required to be an alpha. And what if he's not an alpha? What if he's a beta? I don't know this guy. His father's personally. Eddie Van Halen. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Okay. But if you're going to be a man, you can't be a beta and have your name be Wolf. Here's the thing. Here's if, the thing. We shouldn't be talking about this because he just passed away, and I feel like I'm ripping on the kid. No, no, no. Wolfgang did not pass away. Eddie Van Halen I, I know that, away. but that was his dad. I Well, yes. However, here's the thing. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen named his kid Wolfgang. That's an alpha move by default. Like, that's... So, he probably... I mean, he knew that it was a... It's an implied task to raise your son to be an absolute alpha... By the time he arrives into this world, like you can't yeah. look at the doctor or nurse or midwife or whoever delivered your child. And when they said, what is the child's name? You look at them square in the soul and say Wolfgang and keep a straight face. And then that person has to write down Wolfgang on the birth certificate. You, I mean, that sets a precedence that your kid will be an alpha. But what if he's not? That's what I'm saying. That's depressing. It just happens. You can't have a four foot listen, four scrawny kid walking around called Wolfgang. Yeah, but Eddie Van Halen is not first of all not gonna produce weakness. And then second <laughs> That's his, true. His kid's not gonna be four four. Eddie Van Halen's a monster. Yeah. And then I mean, come on, dude. 
the kid's probably chopping wood and just ripping riffs all day. Yeah, I know. Do you think he plays? Is he musically talented? His son? I honestly don't follow. He him probably at all. came out like whistling. <laughs> probably just waltzed right in. You know. Yeah. That's that's sad though. I mean, sixty five. That's it's way too young. If you had to put, this is going to turn really depressing really quick. But if you had to put an age on your ideal lifespan, what would that? What age would you? Eighty five. Eighty five. So any time before then, you would think that too young. Not not necessarily just for you because that's a depressing conversation. But just in general, like how no, Americans I, live now. What is too young? I would say. If you reached 70 years old, then anything after that, it's deemed a good life. And then anything before 70, it's like, damn, that sucks. That's, that's too young. You had, you had at least, you know, 10 to 10 good, good side, 20 years left Mm -hmm. of quality life that you could have crushed it with whatever you wanted to do. And then it got taken away from you too short. You know, like when I hear stories of people that passed it like in their 50s from a heart attack or uh, cancer or something that's totally out of their control, like a brain aneurysm, something mm-hmm. like that. And they're 50, 52. You just nailed down like my three biggest fears. Yeah. Like you just heart attack, sucks. cancer and brain aneurysm. Yeah. That's I sucks. know my sister is freaking out right now. Autumn leaf. Listen, <laughs> it's your time. Honestly, right now it's your time to shine. It's the best season of the year. So listen. Just blossom. The we're talking about that. Like we're a very hype, like hypochondriac. Yeah, we're like very like that type of family. We worry a lot. I'm ninety percent sure it's for my mother. But in the past year, I've diagnosed myself with every single disease under the sun. Why? Going from I don't know. Why don't you just fix your sump pump and then worry about everything else? You know, dude. The last storm that we had, it didn't flood my basement. But every single thing, like. So I don't know if everybody knows, but back in January, I diagnosed myself with a mini heart attack, which is what spiraled this whole weight loss journey that I've been on where I've lost 45 pounds. And I gained them all? Sweet. (laughs) But like I I like quasi-diagnosed myself with this. And since then, I've had literally every single thing under the sun that I gave myself because I just think of the worst. Like I'm suffering from a mild panic attack for the past six months. It's crazy. Is that why you're turning gray? I guess so. No, like that's a whole nother story, which I diagnosed myself with a life ending injury. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so like we're at this point where we just feel like every single thing is applied to us, which is so strange. Like, I don't know where that thought process came from. Have you ever had that type of thought process before? Like something detrimental is happening to me. Let me figure it out. No. Jesus. I, you've lived such a good life. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I think it's because my brother always told me the pain you're experiencing will always go away eventually. Yeah. Well, you had a, a good brother. My sister told me, I think I'm having a brain aneurysm. <laughs> and now I'm like, I think I'm having a brain aneurysm. I'm, she literally told me that. And I'm like, I don't even want to look up the symptoms of having a brain aneurysm. And she's like, it's headaches. I'm like, God damn it. Now I had like four in the past week. Yeah. So at least your brother gave you confidence. Yeah, so my all, all pain goes away. Just panic. relax, and you know, live your life meal to meal. Yeah. What's funny about that? So when you start thinking of something, you start seeing it or experiencing it more because now you're aware of the situation. Correct. Similar to like if you're going to go buy a new car and you want a Chevy Cruze, that's probably not the best example because there's four trillion of them out in West Seneca. But if you're thinking of buying like a Lamborghini, 
you're going to start seeing them all over the place. You're going to be like, I didn't know that there was four Lamborghinis in the area, you know, just like that. So back when I burst in my throat, as everybody knows, I also gave myself throat cancer during that time as well. Uh, back when I burst in my throat for holding in a sneeze because of COVID, uh, I also started like trying to, I was listening to podcasts and one of the podcasts that I listened to was talking about how he ruptured somebody's throat and then calcium built up and then he couldn't breathe. I'm like, I have that 100%. Um, but yeah, it, it's crazy. So through this whole journey, I finally came to the conclusion that, you know what, Derek, maybe it was just a mild panic attack. Like, you're fine. You're you're fine. You're fine. And then we started watching Shit's Creek. Have you watched that? No. My sister's obsessed with that show. And it I is. Just, you know what? It's hilarious. I was, I was like not going to watch it because I don't like watching shows that, oh, it just won every Emmy in the world or whatever the hell they call them anymore. I don't like watching those type of shows, but we started watching it and it's hilarious. But the sixth episode in, the guy literally said, I think I'm having a heart attack. You need to take me to the, the hospital and like diagnose himself with everything. And then at the end, the doctor was like, it's a panic attack. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Because now I'm seeing this and he literally had every single thing that I was scared of. But the doctor said it's a panic attack. Have you ever had a anxiety attack? I don't know what those are. So probably. I'm not even going to get into it because now all of a sudden you're going to start flipping out. <laughs> and then Autumn Lee's going like, to text what? you and be like, why did Mike even go down that? Because listen, that's how I felt literally like 25 minutes before you guys started recording. She literally just texted me. Um, but so, I mean, what what... The, the thing that I've understood with researching every single thing under the sun is that it varies vastly different from person to person. So from your standpoint, what do you feel, if you've even had one, an anxiety attack feels like? You're so into this right now. I know I am. Because, I mean, it's a real conversation. There's a lot of people out there that suffer from this, especially during this time. I mean, this has been a very stressful oh, right now you year. want me to be serious and I'm yeah, a terrible I want joke. You to- <laughs> Damn it. Jesus Christ. All right, Mike, what's your joke? No, I don't. It's fine. The last time I had an anxiety attack, I led to therapy, but we won't go there. <laughs> no, we're having a good time. I don't even know. I don't know if I've ever had a official anxiety attack. I honestly think that it's probably a combination of not being able to control your thoughts, not being able to settle down, your heart races, uh, but your mind is working at such a rate that you start to feel so overwhelmed that the only thing that will actually make you feel somewhat better is like a weighted blanket. I've not been diagnosed with anxiety. I've diagnosed myself with anxiety. So let me just put that out there. But going back to what I've been feeling this entire year is, you know my story, I love pizza. So I thought when I was having this pizza from a local pizza place that I was having a mild heart attack, which then that spiraled me into thinking that every single unhealthy food that I have from here on out is going to cause me to have this heart attack where I die. That's where this conversation went to in my brain. I think that that's probably anxiety. But after that, every single thing that I had that was new, I started having this type of mental like anxiety attack where I thought that it was going to happen again. I, I know you're smiling, man, but it's a hundred percent true. And what has happened to me for the past like nine months, it's crazy. 
I wish I was a fly on the wall where I listened to the first conversation when you were like six with your family, and then this caused you to like go down this rabbit hole the rest of your you life. You know what caused this, and Mike? I'll, could... I'll tell you exactly what caused Here this. Here it is. Every single time a siren went off, I don't care where I, I could be in my room at my house growing up. My mom would call me saying, where are you? Are you okay? That's where it all started. It was from her thinking that I was dead every single time the fire went off, like the fire siren went off by my house. That's probably where it all came from. <laughs> but I didn't start feeling this, honestly, until this year. Like this year has been a, a, this is what started this. And I don't even know what started it. I told Gina the other day, I think that I have Ooh. carbon dioxide poisoning. Because I read on the internet that carbon monoxide or whatever it is causes panic attacks and heart rate increases and all that stuff. So I diagnosed myself with that, too. I probably have rickets, too. In the year 2020. Micro Bigley fans would like that. Your life has received some additional stress. However, it has also gotten extremely nice. Absolutely. In aspects. Absolutely. Where... Now you have way too much time off. You have still golfed when able. Mm -hmm. The pod has grown, and we've conducted more interviews than ever before. And we moved out of your basement into a totally different space. You're still with Journey. Cleo's fine after her scares. Is this coming into a therapy session? And... (laughs) You work from home so you don't have to deal with traffic anymore. But you know what I have to deal with? Day-to-day Carbon basis. monoxide leaking from my oh furnace. Oh, my God. No, I'm, in all joking aside, I have no idea what was going on these past six months, but, like, I'm fine. Like, this isn't a cry for help. This isn't me saying I'm dying right now. Yeah, everyone's going to be like, Mike, um, off camera, can you please talk to him? Yeah, I know, really. I finally went to the doctor for the first time in 15 years, which probably was also contributing to my mental health uh, ab- abomination around a heart attack. But I came back like Chris Traeger. He's like, you can be the first person to live to 150 years old. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, Doc. Where's the pizza? So, like, I'm fine. I completely get that. But it was just weird, and that kind of goes back to what you're saying about you. Sometimes you just can't control where your thoughts go. I'm going to run to the moon and back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a third of the way to the moon. All right. Anyway, back to a less serious subject. Christ, what took us down that road? Eddie Van Halen died. Oh Jesus, goddamn! All right, R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, rest in peace. And I'm sorry, Wolfgang. I want to meet Wolfgang now. Kid's probably a savage. Let's focus on meeting Pat McNamara first. Yeah, those are those are goals, and it's doable. Let's you go out to Tectonic, uh, Tectonic, and Pat can go out to Tectonic because they're friends. We can interview both of them at the same time. Tectonic, let us know if you're in for that. That wouldn't be an interview. That would just be me sitting next to him like this. Yeah, and I'll do the talking, but that's fine. Tectonic, honestly, let us know if you'd be down <laughs> for that because we one thousand percent will come. Yeah, that's not even a question. All that right. is the easiest six hour drive ever. Yeah, you want to get into cocktails? Drop the beef for the cocktail section. Cocktails. The first one in the in the new space, man. We had to make it count. Okay. That's going to be somebody's ringtone. I can guarantee it. Wait until we're famous. AKA tomorrow. So my cocktail <laughs> is called the Nor'Eastern. 
It's four ounces of taconic bourbon, one ounce taconic maple syrup, one and a half ounces of fresh lime juice. I'm sorry, 1.2 ounces of fresh lime juice, two ounces of Jamaican ginger beer. You combine the first three ingredients and chill in the fridge. You then pour over ice and top it with ginger beer. You garnish with a lime wedge. That's it. Then you enjoy. So the picture for this is going to be pretty sweet. I'm excited for that. So be on the lookout for Cocktail Tuesday and Thursday posts to get the images for these. Love it. All right, mine is Autumn in New York. Autumn in New York for you guys outside of New York. Three ounces of taconic bourbon, two teaspoons of fresh lemon juice, one teaspoon of taconic maple syrup, a half cup of apple cider, and cayenne pepper. I love that. Fill two glasses and a cocktail shaker with ice. To shaker, to shaker, add bourbon, lemon juice, maple syrup, and apple cider. Shake vigorously. Strain into glasses and top each with a pinch of cayenne pepper, if desired. Optional rim, uh, rim glass with maple syrup and dip in crushed cider donut bits. What? That was a beep for anybody curious. Love it. Rim glass with maple syrup and dip in crushed cider donut bits. What does that mean? That sounds delicious. We went to the cider mill yesterday, or this week for the first time this season. I forgot how good their donuts were. And then I had one and I thought I was having a heart attack. I'm just kidding. Here we go. Can I pass that? Yeah. What? Uh, oh, we didn't bring the dapper dew out. No. 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 Don't act like it's not a pivotal part of the show. It's. It was our first moment where I was literally crying on camera because of the way that you described it. Yeeks, dude. Are you going to be able to drive after this? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, but, yeah, so have you gone to the cider mill yet? No. Everybody knows that fall is my favorite season. It's um, mine too, but, again, I haven't had a minute to breathe. Do you like to do basic fall things? Like, are you going to go through a corn maze? No, they're, like, banned with COVID. Oh, brother. Yeah. Can you transmit through kernels? Is that well, something? Well, no, you, you can't maintain six feet. I can barely get out of the maze. Obviously, I'm going to maintain six feet. Not only that, but you can't maintain six feet at Wegmans. Right. So, what, whatever. But there's don't, air don't filtration me, listen, in Wegmans. Listen, don't, don't light the fire because then I'm just going to go off on a rant and then it's going to be a Pet Peeves episode three with the BHH and I'm just going to go into orbit and it's We it's need another not, one of those. Are you going to watch the vice presidential debate between Mike Pence and Kamala Harris? Uh, I will watch the current vice president debate the potential incoming future vice president if the people and the electoral college choose them to be elected. Then, yes, I'm going to watch that. So you're going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so probably kind of sticking with the morbid theme this episode and it's not morbid, but Trump has COVID. That was the biggest news cycle in the past week. Does he still have it though? I couldn't, I couldn't tell after his double finger thumb salute <laughs> outside the white house at exactly 7 PM before Monday night football started. Uh, yes, because it stays in your system for two weeks. Don't you know this? Have you been following governor Cuomo's press briefings? No, no, I've No. The last time I did, my world went into a tizzy because of work. Yeah. So I stopped watching him talk on my lunch break, 
And then I haven't had a lunch break since he started talking about HVAC. So I just worked through my lunch. I've had like about seven days off since that time. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> um, Are you like, off for Columbus Day? Absolutely. It's a oh, bank holiday. Absolutely. I think I'm off the Tuesday after, too. <laughs> you probably only have a half day the Friday before, too, because I think it falls on a Monday. Yeah. Oh, All Fridays before holidays, I get off two hours early. So, no, yeah. do you want a bank job? No. No. I do not belong in corporate America. It's true. I do not belong in corporate America. I tried it, and then it was just nothing but Thad, Brad, and Chad, <laughs> who was about to get divorced. They went home. Bitched about work, kicked their dog, fought with their wife. It's not it's not who I am. They would, like, dress up to, it. like, dude, you work in a cubicle surrounded by 150 people. There's a lot of Andy Bernards in corporate America. I hate it. That wear Ralph Polo, mismatched tie-in shirt. I don't know when that became a fad or, like, the dress pants that go up to the middle of your shin. I don't get that. Oh, I don't get men's the fashion. The no-break dress yeah, pants? Dude, what's going on? Like, is there a flood? I know my basement floods every third Tuesday, but I don't even wear those pants. Right. Come on. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know, man. They want the no-break, but you don't hem it that high. It's obnoxious. I just don't. And then no socks with their dress shoes. People are just weird. Can we just go back to the 1950s and the 1940s when things were just amazing after the Great Depression? Can we just do oh, that? Oh, yeah. World War II never happened. It didn't. Perfect. That was the time. <laughs> oh, that Jesus. was the time to be alive. Are you insane? <laughs> R.I.P. Van Halen. Um, you go. F- you can't just skip the World War II and the Cold War, which, shout out to Pat Mack, because he was pivotal in the Cold War with like spy operations. Black Ops but, Cold War? But anyways. Or Modern Warfare or Call of Duty Cold War? What are you even saying now? <laughs> Talking about Cold War, man. The new video game comes out soon. Oh, I don't have time for that. I have to paint this floor, and then I have to finish my own basement. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um, We have to edit, like, 17 minutes out of this episode because of just the catastrophe that we said, we'll just record now. We don't edit anything. We need to edit. The thing is, and what people need to understand. All right, I'm going to be real with you guys right now. 90% of our episodes and 90% of the content within our episodes are extremely unscripted. We do a little bit to provide our listeners with some topics to take home with them about the distilleries that we have on the show. Exactly. So Mike does a ton of research for all of the distilleries that we have on the show. So we can tell the story that sometimes we might not be able to go to tell or to have them tell us. We've been doing a lot with interviews where they can tell their own story, but for Taconic and like Devil's River and the major players in the whiskey, uh, the international, like the U.S. bourbon industry, we're not going to be able to go and interview all of them. So we want to tell a story. That is our only scripted segment in all of this. Outside of that, we just run with it. So we don't edit anything. We try not to edit as much as possible because we want it to be authentic. And we do a good job of that. Because it's completely authentic. We didn't know what we were talking about. And we ended up talking about Eddie Van Halen and my mental issues. So I think that's a that's thumbs up. Thumbs up. And the Bills are 4-0. And the Bills are 4-0. Correct. Which we'll see what happens with the coming weeks. We're playing the Titans, Titans next. Yep. And right now it looks like the game's on. Because they've yep. had two days without any positive cases. 
and they Tennessee Titans are able to go into the facility tomorrow, which is Wednesday. So as of right now, we're scheduled to play the Tennessee Titans at a regular scheduled time at 1 p.m. on Sunday. That being said, we're having people over. So if you want to come, you and Colleen are more than welcome. But no one else listening can come. This because is going to come after anyway. This is going to release afterwards. So sorry, miss the invite. But if somebody else wants to drive, because I know one super fan probably would, if somebody probably. wants to drive seven and a half hours to hang out with us for a Bills game, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. I would accept them with open arms. He has literally done that for when we played the Houston Texans. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we're at 55 minutes, and we didn't do this whiskey rating yet. So let's do that and wrap this episode up. Telling you. We're not editing anything of this out. We're cutting 17 minutes out. I control the edits. We're not taking anything (laughs) out. So let's do the whiskey review. Taconic. Straight bourbon whiskey. Branding. Um, I. Here's the thing. I'll let you take the lead. Pat Max on the back of the bottle. Absolutely. This by far. Oh, yeah. Let's just make all the noise on the slate black coasters that we have. From Queen City Creative Works. Hashtag. Hashtag not a sponsor. sponsor. Hashtag Woodstock Queen City. <laughs> Shout out. So this is a one-off bottle with Pat Mac. Uh, so I personally am biased when it comes to this rating, but I feel that their label outside of who's on the back because it changes uh is sweet so they do a lot with their labels they put a lot of thought behind the back of the label not the front of the label um in regards to like who they feature and like the story behind it and everything else right the front of the label gives you the the product it is the colors consistent um across the board and then i love the dog because i'm a dog fan love dogs um but the back of the the back label is what really drives this product home. So I'm going to give this a uh, A plus check mark plus plus check mark. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Let me write this down because we don't have a pen in the new space. Nose. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta write all this down, my dude. Okay, so A plus. What are you picking up so far? Nose, right off the bat, you can pick up that it is like about greater than a 90 proof whiskey. You can get that alcohol content on the nose. And then from there, it's all caramel and oak for me. This is a very tradition, uh, traditional New York State style bourbon. I'm going A++. A plus plus. I like it. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Initial taste. Surprisingly, and this is why I think that this is a high rye content. I'm getting a lot of pepper up front. Yeah, there's a lot of baking spice. A lot of pepper, a lot of baking spice. And then it kind of finishes with like a honey a little bit. And that's that's what drives the oils. And the salivation in your palate to where one of the only ways to cut the salivation is to continue with a little more, which is why I think this wins the sip award. It's because it drives you to want another sip just because it'll cut the extra salivation that's occurring in your mouth. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look at to see if 
they have any tasting notes on their website to see how close we are. But so initial taste, give it a rating before we look this up. Uh, a plus plus. A plus we plus. We have for pepper sure. and uh, baking spice up front. Yeah. Now let's dive into what we're actually tasting. Uh, I'm picking up a little bit of the the char up front, which is surprising because typically you would get wood sugars up front and then char on the ending note, whereas this is vice versa. I'm picking up the char and the baking spice up front, mm-hmm. and then I'm picking up a little bit of the honey on the back end, and the char is dissipated by the time you get to the ending note. And it's a it's a very high burn. Mm-hmm. Or hog, rather. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that this is high honey, high oil, and just something that sticks in your mouth because it's not traveling down at all. I feel like I'm not even swallowing this because it's just staying in my mouth. Yeah. It literally just leaves. It Okay, you have to imagine. I'll do it with this. There's... There's the cart and the horse. Oh, Jesus. So, Where is this going? Here comes a meat wagon. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. So, essentially, what this is like when you sip this bourbon, everything shows up, right? Car and trailer. However, all of a sudden, the trailer dehitches and stays in your friggin' word hole, and the car slides down your gullet, never to be seen again. And then every lingering factor of the bourbon stays in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize what you just swallowed actually was swallowed and it's gone. The liquid leaves, but it leaves everything about it in your mouth. Which I feel like is a characteristic of New York whiskey. Yeah. And I don't is, get that same feeling with Kentucky bourbon. It at is all. paramount with this. Like I can't I can't put it into words how unique this is, unique New York, <laughs> because it I've never really experienced this uh, to this extent. We've yeah. we've seen it before with say like Black Button, but I've never experienced it to this extent where it straight up just it leaves. Mm-hmm. Similar to the another metaphor, similar to, to the Titanic, the ass end of the Titanic stayed. The front half of the Titanic was already gone underneath. That's what this is like. Yeah. I'm a, I love this, so I'm I'm definitely picking up my grog agree. honey honey oak. Um, on the back end, you're saying yeah. honey oak, honey oak on the back end, pepper, baking spice on the front end. I'm not even really getting a lot of like fruits or anything else. This it's, isn't sweet. This isn't like a wood sugar at all. Either. No, no, like this, this is this is a man's bourbon. That's man. why like, I think that this is probably like a chart two or chart three. Yeah, like, this isn't a heavy chart. Maybe it's even toasted. I don't even know. But this is something that is not sweet. This is a very traditional New York bourbon. Yeah, unique New York. That's what we're saying. So, so ending note, what are you? Or, a plus plus, ending note, honey vanilla. Okay. A plus plus, initial taste, pepper, baking spice. I love it. So before we give the final rating, this is just what it says on their website: uh, Straight Bourbon Whiskey, our award-winning bourbon, Hudson Valley Magazine and Maxim Magazine, yep. has been described as a subtle and sophisticated, a beautiful bouquet of spice and honey with gentle notes of vanilla coming out to provide a fin- uh, smooth finish. I'm not really getting a ton of vanilla, but other than that, we were spot on. Yeah, I'm, I'm also not picking up a lot of vanilla. Um, even in, like, the nose, you would be able to pick up almost like the vanilla extract. Mm-hmm. Say you're baking, and then you open up the vanilla extract to add, like, the quarter teaspoon or whatever yeah, you I'm use. I'm not picking that up. Yeah. I'm picking up more nothing. caramel than vanilla. This is fantastic. This is very good. 
almost like the lingering aspects of a butterscotch. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, yeah, like nothing, barely any of it. I mean, I can see where someone's going with that on the back end of the ending note. You get some yeah. remnants of like a vanilla, but I'm not. But I feel like that's more of a caramel transition to honey yeah. than a vanilla. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Okay, final rating. Final rating. Give me that countdown. Three, two, one. 94. 94.5. Nailed it. This is good, man. This I mean, is this good. is a really good stepping bourbon, which obviously, because it literally wins awards around the country for Do we know it. what the price point is for this? No. No, I don't. I mean, we're not going to complain. We were gifted it. Um, so I don't know the price point of it. But let me look it up to see where in the bracket it falls. Because if this is a... Let me, let me check it out. I don't know if I'll be able to find it, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Bottoms up again. Um, I think he's going to get an absolute kick out of that. So, I'm looking on NewYorkCraftSpirits.com. Okay. And right now, their uh, Duchess Straight Barrel or Bourbon Barrel Strength, which is this one, is sold out. So I can't see what because, the price is because they make small batches. But the Founders Rye Whiskey, which generally speaking, and this is just from what we've seen. I mean, single barrel will be a little bit more expensive, but rye is more expensive than regular bourbon. This is a single barrel, so I'm probably going to assume it's maybe a little bit higher than the rye, and the rye is 41. So if the rye is 41, I'm going to say that this is close to 50, which for that price point is amazing. Because if you think of other single barrels, Black Button is, I believe, 65 for their single barrel, which this is lower than that, and I really enjoy this. I don't know if it's a single barrel, though. It is. It says it on the back. Perfect. Single, single barrel. barrel. Look at that. Um. And normally single barrels are more expensive because you're paying for this specific release because single barrels will obviously a different bottle will vary because it's coming out of a different barrel and not all barrels are the same depending on where it is in the rickhouse, so on and so forth. So I would assume that this is probably close to 50 bucks, which is in line with what we see with other single barrels and on the cheaper side, which to me, this is a home run. I, I'm all in. I love it. I agree with you. All right, Mike. Uh, so that is our whiskey review for Taconic Straight Bourbon Whiskey. If you see it in stores nearby, highly recommend going to check it out. Yes. Uh, take us out. Follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Listen, you're missing a lot of content if you're not following us and subscribed on YouTube because we have a lot of visual aids that aid in the aspects of what we discuss like the cocktail section, a little subscribe button on the bottom, all that fun stuff. So definitely check us out on YouTube. We appreciate all support. Remember right now we have sweaters for sale. If anybody's interested, right in perfect timing for the fall season, shoot us a message, let us know your size. Again, if you want to be cozy in your sweater, go up a size. If you want it to be tight, form fitting, um, and then perfect with basically just like a sports bra underneath. If you're a female, then go true to size and then you know, you're good to go. Basically, just use your t-shirt size for the sweater size. Um, all pro- or Most proceeds are going towards the Buffalo Niagara Waterkeepers nonprofit organization here in Western New York, which cleans the water for Western New York. So we're very excited to have them on our show. Uh, make sure you're following as well in regards to all the additional content that we have coming out. We have uh, additional 
three to four interviews already scheduled for the month of October, which is going to bring us into December for releasing. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of content coming right up into Christmas. We're super excited for that. Again, thank you for everything. Much love to everybody. Cheers. Please drink responsibly. And uh, we will see you next week for episode 55. Derek, this has been episode 54 with Deconic Distilling. Cheers, my bro. Cheers, my man. And also leave a uh, review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or any other platform because that helps us a lot. Boom. Nailed it. All right, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.